Good morning, Pam. Hey, Gary. Welcome to a new edition of GX2. Ah, G squared. It's us. That's right. Yes, and uh, GG. G times two. Yeah, GG is my other name. And Gaz is my other name. That's right, exactly. But it feels like my only name. It does. It's it fits. You know, you've had that. Yeah. You've had that uh, moniker for quite a while now. Quite a while. Quite a while. So, let's see. It is Friday. It is. Friday in the Palm Beaches. Yep. And so we need to. Uh, what are we going to chat about today? Well, we have a lot of gadgets that I want to talk about, and I know you, you, we talked about it before, we have a lot of gadgets. So I love gadgets. I know you do, and you're yeah. really, really good at ordering them, I mean, <laughs> and, and which I, I will bring up some of your gadgets a little, oh, bit, okay. a little bit later, uh, but let's talk about food for just a second. We, we love our food. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I definitely do love love my food. We're, and we are cooking a, a, a lot. A Almost lot. nonstop, we I are. guess you'd say. Just one big cycle of cooking. Well, and one big dishwasher cycle. Yes, over <laughs> and over and over and over. You know, it's funny. We really didn't have to buy a new dishwasher. But we did right before the lockdown back in March. And uh, it's really, really a good one. And thank, it, it's isn't, isn't life funny how you... Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. who would have thought? And, yeah. And we're into this Groundhog Day sort of, uh, yeah. cycle. Yeah, and you're really good about uh, about loading it and unloading it as much oh, as Oh, I've I become can. an expert. You are. You you really are. <laughs> and and I, I, in our new one, I really like that little top tray, that little flat tray that you can put knives yeah. and things on. I really yeah. like it. It's the little things, isn't it? I like the way it says clean when it's done. I, I really like that. Although once you open it, it's then you have to go. Oh, but but where is that dishwasher metal? Exactly. Uh, why I bring up food in particular this morning, the European Union, and I didn't even know this, but they have been having to uh, to uh, discuss and debate and ponder and make a decision on something just crucial to food, whether or not to allow uh, in Europe. Um, the use of the word burger or steak uh, along with veggie. In other words, plant-based. Exactly. <clears throat> plant-based food. And, and uh, it's, it's, uh, they've been debating this because Parliament, um, different people have been you know, saying really that by saying it's a burger that it, it, that should, or a steak, that should only be for meat. Now to me, Burger is not a meat. I mean, burger just means ground up <clears throat> something, and in the past it's been meat. But there's no no burger meat. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. Well, I mean, you got turkey. You got you know beef, chicken. You could have anything in a burger. Yeah, you grind it up. And, yeah. and same thing with sausage. It's like it's it's we don't even want to think about what's in it, but you know, plant based. Um, things can be ground and put in a tube and made into sausage. So anyway, the bottom line here, why I bring it up, is it has been officially ruled. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. You can continue to use the word burger and sausage with plant-based products. Well, so veggie burger's okay. It stands. It stands. Yeah. Well, it's so, you know, why would you want to change it? Because veggie burger is well-established as a 
non-meat burger. It, which is was exactly their ending point. Exactly. So. Um, well, good. I'm glad they got that. And we're away. good. We're good with that because we're all about that. We we uh, we do eat chicken and yeah, fish, but we just, don't eat meat. Uh, no. We know red meat. So, now let's talk about gadgets a little bit. And then Love I want gadgets. Love my gadgets. Uh, this one is, I think, really interesting, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's spelled D O D O W sleep, <clears throat> because right now people are having a lot of trouble sleeping. Things are very, very stressful, and so this little device was invented by two som- uh, insomniacs in Europe, and. Uh, it's really pretty simple. It's a little device that goes on your nightstand, and it it blinks blue, a little blue okay. light. And then when you go to bed, you turn it on, and you breathe in and out in rhythm with the blinking of the blue light. It almost sounds like hypnosis a little bit. You close your eyes, and you breathe in and out with the device. And in 10 minutes or less, as it pulses the blue light, you're asleep. Well, you know, there. Um, I had read about a a sleep technique that uh, people in the military use. Yeah. That uh, it's basically the same thing without the light, where they uh, do rhythmic breathing, where you like you, you know, maybe two deep breaths and four breaths, and yeah, you, you have a count that goes with it, like one, two, and supposedly if you do this breathing correctly, you can be asleep very, very quickly. That makes a lot of sense because basically, it, well, it sort of is like hypnosis in that you are clearing the mind and you're focusing on breathing. It's like yoga. I mean, when we used to take yoga, mm-hmm. and in the beginning of the class, when you're you're kind of gearing down to then gear up, what always happened to you? Oh, always went to sleep. You did because it was we we did it in the evenings after work, and by being in the darkened room, the the, the room was always dark. And, and, and especially at that, at that time, I was going to work at 6 in the morning, so it was like, oh, right. yeah, I'm ready for a yeah. nap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I wonder. I did wonder about the, the light, you know. Bre- uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the uh, inventive part of it because yeah. they married a light to the rhythmic breathing, yeah. you know, to help you, you which breathe. I think is smart. I think it I think it has merit, and I, I, it's D-O-D-O-W uh, is how you spell it. I don't know the cost, because in my research that I was doing, it did not give a cost, and I didn't, mm. I, I didn't really look yeah. that up. Another thing that has to do with nighttime gadget, which I may have spoken about this before, but it's still intriguing, and I don't know how I really feel about it. The glow bowl. Yes, the one that uh, lights up. And in, I think, in your toilet. I think you were the one that told me about it several months ago in your, you know, trying to send me ideas for my other, for my Pammy's Chit Chat. And so I may have I talked about it on that, but I don't know how I feel about it. And here's why. I like the idea of it lighting up uh, at night. But I'm also concerned about the cleanliness factor. It's like, where does it go? Because I don't like anything that, that uh, you know, like hangs on the side of a bowl. Well, I think this this one did actually. Uh, you you put it on the side of the bowl, and it's like a, a motion sensor a sensor, so that when it detected motion, it lit up. And um, so, but I, it didn't touch the water or anything. It was just on the side of the bowl, kind of like a 
you would put a deodorizer. Yeah, see, I don't like those. I don't yeah. like those. If well, I, that, that wouldn't be for you then. It, it really wouldn't. I've, I put the bleach disc inside the tank that, you know, perpetually with every flush will right. deliver a, a cleanser. But, um, but I like the idea of it. It's a whole lot like a, a, a motion sensor mm-hmm. nightlight. Right. And but we don't have a, a an outlet in that part where the the actual toilet is. There's no I guess for safety reasons where the right. where the water is. There's no uh, electricity. But anyway, I, I think that's kind of interesting. This one's just kind of fun, and we don't have a dog anymore. But uh, this particular thing I think perhaps has merit. It's called Barks B A R X Buddy, and it's. Uh, a little device that when your dog starts to bark, it sends a high-pitched signal, a sound that you can't hear, but the dog does, to stop them from from barking. So uh, I don't know if that kind of thing would really work or not, but uh, I thought if you walked around, if you were going on walks and you had dogs, aggressive dogs, <laughs> you could flip that on, and, you know, that might that might work in that regard. Or you had a neighbor with a dog that uh, was barking obnoxiously, or mm-hmm. there yeah, is, <laughs> there is yeah, that. does it? Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Does it work? You know, just yeah. on random dogs. <clears throat> exactly. When you're, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll leave it at that. But I will say this about uh, training your dogs. Uh, when we when we first got our our wonderful Cavalier. Back in 2007, and she was three months old, and uh, I I made sure because when we had our Lhasa Apso many years before that, I was a terrible trainer, and uh, and she was never really properly trained, and she ended up after we had Brennan, you know, going with your mom, and and uh, after we had her for quite a few years, but uh, then she uh, lived with your mother because your mother partly owned her really in spirit anyway she loved the dog so much but um, I was a terrible trainer I wanted the dog but we worked a lot and we were gone a lot and so she was um, not trained well because I was I was young and an idiot but when we got our, our beautiful Cavalier Reggie I wanted her to be really properly gently trained in a in a way in a loving way that uh, was effective but kind and all of that and so I made sure to train myself and and one of the things that you learn is you never hit a dog you never hit a dog in training and so to stop a dog from barking hitting a dog is the whole idea of hitting is stupid anyway whether it's with dogs or children or people or whatever violence never solves anything it's all about kindness and and, and really in training a dog properly. It's all about food. It's all about the treats that you give them. It's a reward that you give them. But one of the things that that you can't do when you're training a, a, a little puppy about barking, and she never did bark much, so it really wasn't a problem anyway. We didn't even know she barked until a month after we had her. Or longer. Yeah. It's like she barked. She barked at a, at a little toy. It yeah. was a, 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 a ball I think you threw across the floor, and she barked at it. It was like, oh, my God, she yeah, barked. Yeah, startled us. It really did. She was so little. It was just this cute little bark. But you can't really there's not a, a lot of effective ways to so, but one thing that really was effective and it was cheap you take a soda can and you you wash it like a coke can 
and inside the little slot you put coins in there and then whenever they bark you just give it a little shake and it's kind of the same thing except you hear it and it's annoying to you but it really does work because when you shake it, it, it they stop they hear that sound and they stop so it's a lot probably a lot cheaper than this it probably <laughs> is yeah this little device <laughs> of course when you're shaking it at the neighbors <laughs> dogs it's a whole different yeah but one last gadget that I want to talk about, uh, and then we will. Well, no, well, there's two. There's two. Uh, we'll save the reflexology one for, for you, for the last one. Before we talk about uh, uh, just very, very briefly uh, unsolved mysteries, I have to bring that up today. But uh, it's a mind in soul. M I N D I N, it's all one word S O L E meaning it's a an insert that that you put in your shoes that will hit 400 reflexology pressure points as you walk i had no idea there were 400 points in your feet well it 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 uh, hits those points that go then within your body and it's as you walk it 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 hits all of these pressure the pr pressure in your feet will hit all these points relating to points in your body well, as you know, we're big believers in reflexology. We have been believers in that for a very long time, and it started with a little book, a little paperback book that you brought home. This was before Brandon was born or even on the way, and gave it to me to read because you knew, <laughs> you know I'm a kook. <laughs> but it was called, uh, uh, it was not called reflexology. Was it leaving me? It was called zone, zone therapy. therapy. Thank you, zone therapy, and yeah. I really, and I really liked it, and and that's really where it started for me, and so we're big believers in it. Yeah, I'm, that, that I really, I do think all these little nerves are connected, and they affect other parts of your body, and just like they, they, they probably go way back to the Chinese and mm -hmm. acupuncture yeah. and. Um, you know, some of those uh, therapies. Well, you know the problem. I want some of these. I want some of these to put in my... But you know what the problem is, right? With me buying these mind in soul, S-O-L-E. There's a huge problem for me, even though I want this very much. But I have a problem with using these. Yeah. You know what that is? My shoes are all open. They're sandals. They're... How in the world would that even work? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you might do some more research on that. I don't think it's gonna work for me, mm -hmm. Gary. I just don't think it's gonna work. But but here's one that I find really intriguing. Now, to be fair, I love to kid you. Giving you a hard time is one of my favorite things. Yes, to it do. is. I can vouch for that. But you you know you kid me you kid <laughs> me right back. But I'm going to say that I kid you much harder because you're an incredibly good sport. I mean, we're both big goofballs, and we know that, and we own it. I mean, how can we not? Yeah. But it's a device you wear, like a watch, uh, to sleep in. Now you don't sleep in any jewelry uh, at all, except for your your wedding rings. Uh, but it's a watch that you wear, and when you snore, it sends an impulse to your body, and caught that impulse causes you to shift your body. And so, what does that cause? Always, as a, as a any partner of a snorer knows, 
when someone snores, you give them a little nudge. You give it's like you give them a little nudge, and then the person moves and they stop snoring. Well, that's what this does. It now, but you you, you really you're snoring now. My father, oh, he could shake the house down with sometimes with snoring. You're not like that. You'll give it a little snore. Every now and then. But what, what we really need is, is a little device for Jimmy Leg. <laughs> that, yeah. that you do have. I could just, use that. Just strap around your ankle. But it sounds like to me, you know, you wear this thing, it gives you a jolt, it wakes you up, then you have to use the blue light to go back to sleep, <laughs> then you get jolted again. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a vicious circle. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that really is. So, uh, it's that particular device, by the way, is called Sleep Connection. So if anyone's interested, Sleep Connection device is what that is. Probably don't call it Sleep Electroshock. <laughs> I have a million. I have. We have a giant uh, bed, I, and so and we have the mattress that does not move when the other person moves. So we we really kind of have it under control. I think I think pretty pretty well. Um, but I have a million gadgets that I will talk about probably more on Pammy's chit-chat, but I want to wrap it up today by saying our final topic, rather, is um, why do you keep reeling me into Unsolved Mysteries? I talked about it on Pammy's chit-chat yesterday, but you know I don't like them, and yet you told well, me Well, I think part of it is because you're such a detective. I mean, you may can figure out things that they haven't figured out. <laughs> Oh, you know, I, you could solve it, you know, just by connecting the dots. Well, I'm not going to deny that I do have a strong detective streak. I do. Yeah. I, that this is true. It's like, I will notice the most interesting things. It's like, uh, the other day, I was outside. I just had to get out, and the wind was blowing really, really hard, and it, it blew my hair into a... A, a massive mess, but I was down by many people that live here in this building called this area the Point. Uh, I always think of Nielsen Smilson, mm -hmm. you know, the Point, but it's a, a grassy area outside by the water. Uh, you and I call it um, the Grassy Knoll, as in the Kennedy assassination. So let's, let's go down to the Grassy Knoll. But I was down there, and, and then I looked up, and when I left, you were actually working. You were in the office working. And I looked up, and you were, I was listening to music, grooving, <laughs> with my hair blowing. And I'm sure any neighbors there are probably, what, about 12, would that be right, 12 units or 16 units that look out onto that particular uh, yeah, maybe. part of the Yeah, maybe, yeah, I think 12 to 16. Yeah, yeah, people, possible people that are that are here. They're not uh, living elsewhere. Uh, could also be seeing that I'm down there grooving, moving and grooving to my music. But I looked up and you were you were up there taking pictures of me, and and I, <laughs> I motioned you down because I I saw something and I wanted to discuss that with you. It's like I think I see something on this boat uh, that was parked there at the marina. It's like we're it's like come on down here, and you're like. Okay, weaving. I'm not. No, no. Come down. Come down. I want to show you something. I want to discuss it. And you came down, and we discussed it. And you verified that 
Well, yeah. I think I was probably right about yeah, yeah. about I am a detective, but you're mean to draw me into these unsolved. But you got to admit they're they're really pretty interesting stories. No, they are, and you have to excuse that sound. That's people sending Gary messages. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. It's okay. Um, but anyway, I think you're very mean to do it, but I do agree they are fascinating. They really are deeply very compelling. Mm -hmm. You know to. Uh, the way that uh, they're recreated and presented, and you get, you know, you look at get a look at all the evidence, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and uh, you know, they they are they're just uh, extremely interesting. They are, and as you pointed out the other night, after we were watching one, uh, some are are in the United States, some are around the world, and and you so aptly said, you know. Here we are, sitting in our little world, with all this really, really dark and, and interesting, compelling things going on all over the world. Who who knew? Well, the one that you haven't watched yet that it's going to be next on the list is about UFOs. No, you know that. That just <laughs> takes me on a whole other level. <laughs> so, so I want a podcast about that okay. one after you watch that one. That's a deal. That's yeah. a deal. That sounds really good on this Friday. And if you want to see these, these are on Netflix, Unsolved Mysteries, and it's season two just started, or it was, is out there now. Oh, but one one last thing. There's there is something that that you're you have recommended to friends, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to watch. Uh, remind me. Uh, oh, it's the Netflix series at the lake. It's uh, <laughs> it, I don't think I can watch it very much, but it's it's a Russian. Uh, series made in Russia that was actually filmed or, or done in 2019 prior to COVID, but it's about, you know, exactly what happens with COVID, a pandemic. Uh, it's actually a more lethal pandemic than COVID, but uh, a pandemic that hits Moscow and... Now, this is a fictional... Right. At that time, it's a fictional oh, show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was all fictional. I mean, it's, uh, you know, this infectious disease hits and people are, they're forced to close the city and then people start fleeing and, uh, you know, chaos ensues as people try to escape and survive. And you're, you're watching, like, how many shows of it? I think I'm in episode four now and there's eight episodes. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that because I am doing the complete opposite of that with all my heart and soul. I'm trying to find things. Yeah, it's really not for, I mean, you know, we've got COVID fatigue, so yeah, it's really do. probably not, <coughs> pardon me, for anybody. But um, the reviewers said that, you know, the COVID part aside, it's very compelling psychological human interplay drama on how people act, you know, in a crisis. Oh, Oh, see, now that part really is compelling because that's what I've been saying all along. It's like when we do come out of this, I said this to Brendan the other day when he and I were talking about the about the, the uh, psychological impact of this. I said it's it's going to be very telling when this when we finally, if we do, when and if we come out of this, how we all, the stories that we will be able to tell about our lives and how we re responded to it, uh, I think that's going to be incredibly compelling. It's like, well, and how will it change behaviors forever? Yeah, I mean it's, it's, uh, 
it's likely that the world will never be the same as it was before the pandemic. Well, it, exactly. <laughs> and, and as a friend texted me the other day, uh, uh, after being locked down, really being so protective of, of, of our health and not knowing, is it safe, is it not safe, to, even to go out wearing masks and, you know, and so you're so locked down, uh, your world is so small now, how will that change our social socialization when we are able, as a big group, to be with family or friends or whatever? She was talking broad stroke. Uh, how will that, what will that mean? How we, re, how we behave? How changed are we socially? Yeah. It was, and she was, it was a question mark on her, on her part as, as we all, you know, think through what will it mean as you just said so yeah very compelling uh, thought process there. yeah yeah so well i think that uh, probably wraps it up for today and uh, uh so we probably should uh get going on uh, the next unsolved mystery i think so and that's a wrap